I haven't worn a tie in like six months, it's great. This is great. Yeah. Okay, dude. There is in in John Wick, the trip who's carrying the drinks to fix on everything. What about here? No, it's probably magnetic. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's not. Dude, look at its stick. This is amazing. It's so good. Something has to be it's made of start, metal. Yeah, it's gonna start Batman forever. Um, what are we talking about? <laughs> we were talking about John Wick. Oh, yeah. The, the hottest extra ever is the chick who, who carries the drinks to the pool. Remember that? Remember the dude from Game of Thrones was inside inside the pool, and they're just like partying at that nightclub. And then there's this hot chick who brings these drinks there. And there's a, like a real close-up, close-up on this extra bass. And I was like, dude, this is the hottest extra I've never seen in anything ever. Huh. You know, I was watching this movie, and Curtis was, was listening to the credits. He was on screen in the movie for, I think, two seconds. I was like, why did he do this movie? He was like a bodyguard or something like a uh, Dude, Kevin Nash, the only reason he was in that movie was to stand there and be, um... Yeah, well, yeah, John, do you remember what the scene was? No. John Wick, like, snuck up behind him, he's the bodyguard at the nightclub. Did he John, just, like, let him go? Did he, like, leave? Yeah, John Wick, John Wick was, like, like, he put the wrong night to be working or something. I think I remember and this. He's, like, uh, I forget what the conversation was. It was, like, for, like, two seconds, he's, like, he has a night off. He takes out his earpiece and mocks off. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. Or is it just their DC 
Uh, they're probably, yeah, they're... Dude, this is all just fucking jerk off of DC, DC Universe. Woo! I've seen that before. Yeah, he's on the, is he on that, uh, he's, uh, Kevin Smith's buddy. Oh, yeah. He does a podcast. With he does, uh, Hollywood Babylon. Yeah, that's it. He might be the one that did the commentary for this with Kevin Smith. Maybe it's the black guy. All right, it's going to play now, right? Okay. Yeah, you're yeah. good. This thing is so cute! Oh, it's good. 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 It's it's not really his fucking fault, it's just the writing. Yeah. Although I do love him singing along with that one Christmas movie. Oh, I know you're talking about. He's Mr. White Christmas. Yeah. No talking during the movie or something. Um, it's really funny watching... Yeah. It's another component to being all the way. Because you're watching him in this role that he never does. He's always this, like, badass or, like, yeah. this acting guy. It's like... He's just this, like, well, family. one of the first things I saw him in, so it was kind of awesome really? for me, yeah. Huh. You're an asshole. I still need to see Judgment Day. Like, the paper here or the movie? Yes. I mean, I don't kind of like it anywhere near as much as I do because a lot of talk about it, I thought it was my favorite movie ever. Dude, I just realized my phone's been recording for six months. Well, thank God we're recording <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to Break Room Bullshit. I'm Gable and this is Dave, uh, the Yahtzee master himself. I'm the king. I'm the king of rock who? The king of Yahtzee and uh, mi- uh, micro machines. I'm the king of rock what? Did you listen to the, J- the second JR show? Not all of it, but <sighs> some of it. Why? I was curious. I thought it was really good. This is a curtain call. Yeah, it was really good. <clears throat> I-, I started listening to... Uh, I, I paused that to listen to the uh, Anthony Jezelnik. I haven't uh, fucking watched that yet. He did. A, he did a, a, to promote it. He did a show with Joe Rogan, so I started listening to that. Did you watch it yet? Uh, no, none, none. <laughs> we gotta watch that. I gotta watch John Wick's. Oh, I have so much to do with my life, man. Yeah, it's rough. It's I can't rough. play Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I want to play Mortal Kombat, and I can't. Well, Don't that's have time. That's fucking stupid. I want to play it. Is it the new one? Yeah, Tito said. Dope? Tito said it's amazing. He said like the story mode is like it's like the greatest Mortal Kombat movie ever, basically. Like, that, man, that sounds epic. I want to play it. Are you sure that that uh, one Mortal Kombat movie? You're gonna say Mortal Kombat Annihilation is the one that sucked. I've I only seen one of them, the original one. The first one was good. I liked it. I saw it when I was little, and I don't remember any of it. I liked it a lot. I remember I watched because <laughs> I was poor. I remember I watched a preview for it on, like, pay-per-view, like, 56 times. I just kept watching it over the, the, and over the, and the, over. Uh, the, just a preview. Yeah. And we couldn't order it and watch it because I didn't know we didn't have money. So I just kept watching the preview. Do you, and I, then I watched it scrambled so I could, like, hear it. Did you, could, did you used to man. do that thing with the, with the channel where if, like, you, like, looked at the wavy lines long enough, you could see the porn channels? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. You could hear it. That's crazy. 
Yeah, well, not, not well, no, I, I didn't understand do that how really that works. Porn, but like, did you just like? I had Mortal Kombat on, and it was like that. It was distorted, but I could hear it, and I was like, "This is kind of like watching it." <laughs> This is cool, man. This is kind of like this is kind of like watching. I'm gonna tell everyone in school that I watch. It's like be cool. (laughs) Oh, what the fuck? What are we? What are we doing, man? I can't wait to talk about Kenny King. I'm so excited to talk about him. What What are we reviewing? War of the King King Worlds. War of the Worlds. Yeah. King of the Jungle. Dude. Jericho uh, has two podcasts. Uh, I listened to the one was really good. It's about the death of WCW and Meltzer's on there. And I guess they're doing another one in a couple weeks, which is about the death of Owen Hart. They're, they're two deaths, really? but one was actually important. Is this like on, like, is this talk is Jericho? Jericho? Okay. Dude, his... Well, fuck, I'm going to have to listen to this. This yeah. sounds interesting as fuck. Yeah. So like many good... It's just those two episodes. There's so though. many good podcasts coming out lately. Like his, his I, I find his, like, his uh, theme at the beginning so funny. Where he's just like, talk is Jericho, baby. He's like, talk, talk is, is me. me. I'm yeah. like, it is you. You're right. That's <laughs> fucking it's funny. Tiddly you talking. Yeah. Yeah. We're reviewing War of the Worlds. We're reviewing all three fucking nights of it. Not the fourth night because it's a TV taping. But we're reviewing the three shows of War of the Worlds. Um, what did you watch so far? So far, I've watched the first episode and an hour and a half of the second episode. I mean, by the time you guys are listening to this, it's it's, it's all going to be on here, so don't worry. But at this point in time, uh, a little kayfabe magic. Yeah, we're recording. Give, yeah, that's give it. Give you a peek behind the curtain. I'm going to give you a peek behind the curtain here. The we'll, kayfabe curtain. We'll, we'll do it then. Uh, that's what simply, say, simply saying we're doing it isn't actually giving them a peek. Uh, this is, we didn't tell them anything behind the curtain. Uh, we just said we're going to give you a peek uh, behind the curtain. Time for a water break and then do the water break music. Do it, Dave. Talk is Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're getting our podcast mixed up. No, we, um, we're recording half of it now and then half in a couple days, but it's going to pretend to be one. It's going to pretend. All right. With a nice little uh, bonus tying it together. When are we doing it? Monday? Yeah. No. Yeah. How? Oh. When Tuesday. do you work Tuesday? Tuesday. When do you work Tuesday? Whenever you want. Why well, doesn't make sense? <laughs> Just shut the fuck up. Why don't we do it Monday? Shut the fuck up, Tuesday. Why don't we do it Monday? Fine, night? we'll do it fucking Monday. I mean, I don't open Wednesday, so we can do it Tuesday. I, I, but the only I thing open is. Monday. What was that for doing anything? Because you're going to be tired. I, I mean, I still am staying. You're going to be tired. But yeah, but I figured you would just come back, and we would just record after we're done. That's what I thought. Yeah, we'll figure just it out. Just go to your place afterwards. Um, okay, but <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, well, I'm off Wednesday now. So normally the reason we haven't been recording Tuesday is because I have to work Wednesday morning. But I'm off, or I'm not off, I work Wednesday night. Do you see what you put on the schedule for Wednesday night? <laughs> well, yeah, I would just do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, so whatever. Great. Just did needed another, <laughs> it was another funny. closer. Yeah. Dude. Brooks told me I should start smoking weed again on Twitter. Wait, really? I tweeted, I tweeted that I wanted to start smoking weed, and he's like, do it! Oh my god. <laughs> he's a good influence. Something... Never mind. Um, alright. So, what are we doing here? I don't know. What's oh, yeah. A, you're, the one, you're the one who watched the show. I've been busy this week. Oh, yeah, Gable has been busy taking care of... I think he's he's getting a casket or something. You bought a casket? No, you're you're getting casket confused with orangutan. No, I thought you were going to kill yourself. So an you ocelot. got a casket oh, to yeah. help out. I got an ocelot. What the fuck's that? Is it's that a like cat. a carousel? It's a cat. 
Everyone knows what an ocelot is. No one fucking knows what that is. Dude, everyone knows what an ocelot is. Dude, you're is. an asshole. Ask, text anyone. Ask them what an ocelot is. Text Jackie. You can't even text spell Jackie. it. O. Wait, wait. It starts with an O. This is what I'm going to. Dude, that's the uh, Hawkman. It is Hawkeye. Hawk man. Falcon Man. These are the these. Oh, that was fast. Amber Heard's going to be there, but she's three hundred dollars to meet her, and I don't want to spend that much money on Amber Heard. I mean, I know I want to fuck probably, her, but if pro- I could fuck her, I'd spend the three hundred dollars. I was just about to say you could probably find a, a prostitute that looks like Amber Heard. <laughs> that's for $300. a good idea. I met those two, but I don't. I, I haven't met Daniel Bryan. Is that Finn Balor? Yeah, I already my met glasses him. On. Finn Balor, I already, I already met that fucker. All right, so what am I doing? I'm looking up the Oscalade. Ocelot. O C. Okay, O C. That's weird. Nothing's coming up. Oh. Ocelot. There it is. It's a fucking cat, bro. It's like, dude, it's like a fucking mini like. Leopard or tiger it's or something. It's so fucking adorable. It's wild. It's a wild cat. Oh, yeah. It's not a fucking pet. It, it'll maul you. What the fuck? Who gives a shit? What makes this thing special then? He's going to live with me. No, he's not. You can't do that. Watch me, dude. Did you ever see Scarface? He had a fucking Did he tiger. Have an he had a tiger. No. He had a pet tiger. What no. the fuck is that? That's not legal. You can't do that. I don't know. I saw Hangover and they had a, they had a tiger and Hangover. Cocaine's not legal either. Cocaine Cowboys. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> hey, um, are you excited? I'm going to that. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm so fucking pumped. I'm also going to this. Ocelot, Florida. You're going to get to see uh, The Undertaker. He's only $450. Scratch, scratch his balls. Why not? Scratch his fucking balls, man. $450 fucking dollars. Uh, uh, Bruce Camp, Bruce Ber- Ber- Bernhardt, he's gonna be there. Bruce Reynolds, Bruce Campbell, I already met him though. Dude, I I got home one night from work. Ashley was watching that Tangled series, and I I recognize a voice, and I fucking turn like, dude, it it wasn't even five seconds. I heard a voice. I'm like Bruce Campbell. I remember? Okay, yeah, Bruce Campbell. I was like, I remember your text about Tangled. What did it, what did it have to do with anything? And then you said Bruce Campbell, and I remember. I'm gonna meet Ted Raimi probably. I've always he canceled a few conventions he was at. And I wanted to meet him. Ted Raimi, that guy seems funny. You like Ted, Ted Raimi? He's like the other Raimi brother, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah. He's in a ton of stuff, yeah, you know? Yeah, man. Um, Talk is Jericho, man. Talk is Jericho. Talk is me. I skip right to Talk the end. Talk is Dave and Gable. Dude, she's going to be at Still City Con? Dude, that's the theme song. Talk we won't, we won't get sued Dave. because no one will know. <laughs> because no one listens. Yeah, that's a fucking good point. Yeah. Um, look at all these people are going to be. This is one that you can actually go to because it's here. Look, people you care about. Can you take me? Yeah. Wait, oh, you're going too fast. Oh, yeah, you don't care about this. Dude, people. that chick from Indy. Yeah, she's going to be there. First one I care about. Okay, keep going. You don't care. Oh, that's, I'm going to meet her. I don't know. She's from she Saw. Is. That's pretty cool, I guess. That's it. You don't care about that guy. I don't who, care about that guy. That? These are people that don't matter. Uh, Tobin Bell, that's Jigsaw from the Saw movies. I want to meet him. Oh, dude, it's a dude from Crow. Who? Uh, Ernie Hudson or whatever. Oh, shut up. Is. It's, I was right, dude. I was fucking right. Ernie Hudson. Theo Rossi. That's pretty cool. Ryan Hurst. Whatever that means. Andy, Andy Dick. Dick. 
There's one. It's uh, fuck. Yeah, I already met him. I don't care about Honky Tonk Man. I already met Kane Hodder. I, I want to meet. I think I might meet Kelly Hugh because she's a hot Asian. Yeah. And then we have Sean. I'm definitely meeting him, the creator of Friday Thirteenth. You kidding me? I Sean, never met him. Sean Cunningham. Yeah. He's like Randy. Dude, we should probably talk about wrestling. It's ten uh, yeah. minutes. Ten Randy, minutes in. Randy Couture. Ten minutes in. Okay, so we're talking ten about ten minutes. I mean, it's only because you said 10 minutes for like 10 seconds. It was 9 minutes and 55 seconds when you started. That's a good point. I'm sorry. Okay, so uh, we're, 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 we're start off with Ring of Honor, War of the Worlds, Night 1, the May 8th show in Buffalo, New York. Uh, some of these matches I have nothing really, so they'll be pretty quick. Um, dude, most of my notes aren't even like about the actual wrestling in the matches. It's like more so about like commentary or other things. We'll, we'll see. Okay, so we have Alex Coughlin who is a New Japan L.A. Dojo, a young lion, versus <coughs> <coughs> Hawkins versus P.J. Black. Is he, uh, is, uh, Alex, Co- he's, he's not? No. He, so he's more like Jay White and Juice, if you, if you pick up my... Yes. Oh, interesting. I mean, his name's Alex. D- I don't know. His name's uh, Alex. Jesse. What does that do with anything? Yeah, exactly what it has to do. I won. Moving on? Yeah, I'm talking about wrestlers. All right, moving Name on. a wrestler. I, I can't even name an Asian wrestler. <laughs> well, you're, that's not true at all. I can <laughs> no. name like 15 right now. All uh, of L.I.J. Kazuchika Okada. Hiroshi Tanahashi. Do the, do the Singh Brothers count? India's an Asian, What's their man. first name? Uh, is it Ronald Singh and Donald <laughs> Singh? Is, is that their Ron, names? Ronald Singh. <laughs> it's Ronald and Donald Singh. I wish that was their fucking names. That'd be uh, awesome. Okay, so we have Alex Coughlin. I didn't think that's what you were going to ask. I thought you were going to ask if like they'd been on the show before. So. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're uh, two minutes into this match. We haven't said anything because you're over here goofing off. Alright, PJ Black hits Wildness, I think it's called, which is a moonsault into a double stomp off the top. I love that move. And then PJ Black wins by pinfall. Yeah. What are you doing? Alright, next up we have Kelly Klein, who is the champion, versus Kate Carney for the ROH Women's World Championship. Who the fuck is Kate Carney? Yeah, just some girl we've never seen. I feel like, I think you'll agree with this statement. I feel like a woman, just being a wrestler in her gear... Like, instantly makes her a little hotter than she'd be if she wasn't a wrestler. Yeah. I really think so, because I'm like, these wrestling chicks are so fucking hot. I just think it's because they're wrestling chicks. Yeah. It makes them hotter if they're normal chicks. I could see that. Yeah. I don't, wait, who can we test this on? Kelly Klein. Kelly Klein is really hot. But I think she's hotter because she's a wrestler. I... Wait, how do we test it? What does that mean? What? We have to find a girl and like look at her and then like hope she becomes a wrestler. Yeah. This is gonna be a lot of hit and miss, but mostly missing. I don't understand your philosophy here. Well, we'll just get Dude, a picture. There's no gaps in your gums. I'm jealous. We'll just get a picture of Kelly Klein, and we'll compare it to a picture of an ocelot and see how that goes. But why? What does the Oreo have to do with it? Why'd you seductively slide the Oreo towards me as you said it? I didn't it? want to break it. I was trying to set it it's down. It's fucking down. broken. Well, I, I didn't want like the, it to break apart. Like, uh, I wanted to stay together. Okay, we have one match done. All right. So, anyway, as soon as the match starts, Allura comes out with a new entrance that I felt was an improvement. 
the, the, the Videotron, whatever, it says, like, the badass, the brains, the bombshell, referring to, like, the three girls. Mm-hmm. And I was confused because it didn't say the Skeletor anywhere for Angelina Love, which is what she looks like. Is she not, is she, is she a Skeletor? She's very, very skinny, a skeleton, and very not attractive. Hmm. Yeah, she looks like Skeletor from the Masters is of the Is that the one that wears the gloves? Maybe. God damn it. It's the one that's skinny as fuck. Who's the one who sold me the t-shirt? Oh, that's uh, Mandy Leon. Mandy Leon. Yeah, she's she's the hottest of the three, I think. Agreed. Um, so whenever they they actually come out to do commentary and they send Rick Boner away, so it's just them and Colt. At one point, Colt kind of has a funny line. Velvet says that at MSG they made an impact, and Colt says, "Hey, choose your words wisely, Velvet." <laughs> I thought that was <laughs> pretty, pretty funny. Yeah. Kelly hits K Power, and then Kelly wins by pinfall. Kelly then calls the three bitches to the ring, and they come down, but then they just leave and don't do anything. So. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, it was like a tease. They're, they're heels. They're not going to jump in and fight her. Come on, they're scared. So then Rhett Titus comes out for commentary, and Rick Boner had a look on his face like he was about to come. Like, dude, Rick Boner's love for Rhett is so fucking funny. Have you been noticing this? Like, have you watched anywhere? Like, dude, whenever he comes out, Rick Boner's just like, oh, man. Like, he gets, it literally sounds like he's gay. <laughs> Dude, and he's I, doing it on purpose, that, and it's really funny. Yeah, I know what you're talking about now that you're uh, saying it's it. It's so fucking funny. Because whenever he leaves and they do commentary with the three girls, because they were, like, flirting with him, he's like, I gotta go call my wife. <laughs> and, like, he leaves, and he comes back, and he's acting like that with Rhett, and then Colt's like, you need to go call your wife again now? <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. But, uh, okay, so, uh, we have Clark Connors and Carl Fredericks, who are two more young lions, versus TK Orion and Vinnie Marsiglia. Yeah, they're just giving out all the like, young lions yeah. this week. So uh, Colt mentions how the young lions seem to love doing chops, and then Titus said that he saw these guys in the hotel last night, and they all just were standing around chopping each other for fun. He doesn't <laughs> know what the hell's wrong with them. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. Which one said this? Uh, t- uh, Rhett Titus. Rhett Titus. Okay. Yeah, he's funny. Dude, they were nailing it on this tour. Like, he did commentary. He was hilarious. Fucking Kenny King did commentary, and Taven did commentary. All three were just hilarious. They did. It was great. So Vinny, okay, so there's a really cool spot I enjoyed here where Fredericks is going for the Boston Crab on TK. And you know how, like, whenever they're, like, trying to turn and they don't have him turned all the way, you know? Yeah. So, um, it'll, they'll come on, don't worry. You're good. So he, he's, like, trying to turn, but he doesn't have him turned all the way, and then Vinny, like, slaps him. Mm-hmm. But then, like, in response to it, he just turns TK over all the way and just, like, kind of looks at Vinny, like, defiantly which was kind of cool. And then Vinny slaps him again, and in response to that, Fredericks just kind of sits down hard on, on TK. It made him look like a real badass. It was really cool. I really liked it. Fucking young lines. Uh, Vinny runs to break up break up the move, and Connors knocks Vinny down. They actually had me convinced that TK might tap here. It was very well done. Vinny eventually breaks up the hold. TK and Vinny hit House of a Thousand Horses on both guys, and then Kingdom wins by pinfall. Next up, we have Hickaleo versus Shane Taylor. Uh, I don't know. I like. I was kind of disappointed. I thought the commentators should have been putting over um, how devastating Hikaleo's chops were, like they were doing in New Japan. Like the past couple shows, they've been really putting over his chops, like they're the most devastating chops, like like ever. Was that invested in Super? Did that happen yet? No, we're no. We're, it was on we're, Wrestling Dontaku. Okay. Yeah, and I kind of be kind of cool if they continued that, but they probably weren't listening and didn't know they did it. But Taylor hits greetings from three one six, and he wins by pinfall. And next up we have Mark Haskins and Tracy Williams versus Evil and Sonata. Uh, Lifeblood's entrance is really lame. 
before the music, you literally just hear lifeblood. Lifeblood. They say it like that. They're just like lifeblood. I'm like, that's exciting. You're getting <laughs> me pumped for this. I'm sick. <laughs> Fucking stupid. We have maybe the stupidest moment in all of commentating when Ricka Boner is attempting to explain the Paradise Lock. This oh, is the no. dumbest thing where he goes. This is what he says. He goes. Don't. He says Sonata drop kicking them in their glutes shoots through the, to their tailbone, causing a reaction in their nervous system, making their hands free up the lock. Jesus Christ. I'm like, dude, the fucking movement of getting kicked makes their hands come loose. Can we just move on? <laughs> you sound like a fucking idiot right now. He sounded so stupid. Unnecessary. Oh my God, it was so unnecessary. Haskins hits the coup de grace on Sonata for a super close two count. Uh, Todd gets knocked down and Evil nails Haskins in the head with a chair. This is a really good false finish. But then then uh, Evil and Sonata hit the magic killer and they win by pinfall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's it. Dude, dude, we're killing it. We're only at 18 minutes and we're like almost done with the first show here. All right. I mean, we're halfway through. If that, oh, no. I kind of lied to well, you. Hurry on. Now. Hurry up then. Hurry on. Go fuck hurry yourself. Hurry on. All right. So uh, next up we have Silas Young versus Roosh. Dalton Castle comes out before the match uh, starts and sits down next to Amy Rose's big titties. Uh, the ref was distracted, and Young put a chair around Roosh's neck and kind of slammed him into the corner post outside. All this did was just fire up Roosh, and from this moment on, he destroyed Young, and Young did not get even a punch in of any offense whatsoever for the rest of the match. And then Roosh hits the bull's horns, and he wins by pinfall. Dalton then comes up on the apron and throws a chair at Roosh after the match. So it looks like they're going to have another... Another match, it looks like. Dude, what's the... Uh, I I heard someone say something about Silas Young retiring. Is this true? I haven't heard it, but I hope not. I, I don't know where I heard it. I haven't seen it enough for him to retire I, yet. I, I like I, him. I heard it was, or it was something vaguely mentioned in like an article about something else, and I just... I never invest, I never followed up on that part of the article. What's well, your homework? I feel like it was something with the CM Punk thing. I don't know. Uh, I don't care anymore. Yeah, you do. So Taven, in all his greatness, comes out for commentary for the next match. He's Matt Taven. He is Matt Taven. We have Satoshi Kojima, Yuji Nagata, and Jeff Cobb versus Villain Enterprises for the ROH six-man tag team titles. So I am um, 100% certain and established in watching this show that the belts... You need to wake the fuck up. I'm waiting for you to say what you're doing with the belts. The belts that the people bring, that the ROH guys, I hate you. <laughs> You're an asshole. Your eyes aren't even open. You're a piece of shit. The belts that the ROH guys bring to like their meet and greets are not the actual belts they have on TV. And what made you come to that conclusion? So whenever I met Matt Taven, and it was the same with anyone else I met, but I noticed more specifically with him. He like let he like he give you gives you the belt to put around your shoulder, right? Yeah. The belt is just like the belts I have at home that are like stiff. Yeah. They're not real leather. I could tell it's that it's it's not real leather. It's like the the strap is more is more thick, um, or stiff. So whenever you watch on TV, if you watch and look at the belts, they're clearly real leather. Like when you drop it, it like folds up. It you can tell it's real leather. It's not the same type of belts. And I told Tia this. He's like, yeah, you're right. Now that you mention it, wow. this is a big deal. <laughs> it's a good thing I brought it up. But I don't know. Like so, I, they, what they <laughs> must do is. Like, they must just, all of the belts they use for TV, they just kind of keep with them, and they, they take with them with the trucks and everything, and then whenever a guy wins the title, they just give them, like, a replica to take with them to keep and to take on the road and shit, which makes sense because they're cheap. 
Yeah, and you don't want like one of those scenarios where uh, I don't know. I've heard on podcasts about like disgruntled wrestlers taking belts yeah. and shit. That makes sense. I know in WWE, I've heard in WWE that they have uh, titles for they have TV belts that they use for TV every week. But I'd imagine WWE the belts they give them are probably like more real belts. That they Dude, own. there was one week someone had a picture of Brock Lesnar standing there with a like like one of the like the fucking plastic belts. Really? I mean, it wasn't plastic, but it looked like shit. Like, really? like if you if you if you look at the picture, it looked like thin as hell and did not look real at all. Interesting. I'm gonna look into this. See if it's actually real. If you're just pulling mm. my leg. Okay. So Taven uh, was hilarious on commentary. He is amazing at everything he does. He got mad and called him Golden Boner instead of Rickaboni. Golden Boner. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? Uh, he said probably about a thousand things that made me laugh my ass off. So I was like, I'm just going to not take notes in this. It's, it's, he's, he's just really funny. Um, so it looked like they were going to do the typical fight. You know that the spot they do in the corner where like a guy's up top and there's like five or six guys. They come in and two guys do a suplex. Two other guys grab him, powerbomb him. It's like a five-guy spot in the corner. You know what I'm talking about? Do they just like put them back up after each thing, or how's that work? I don't know what you're talking about. So there's you like, said they do a suplex and then they power bomb them. No, it's like all one move. Okay. Like there's a guy up top and two guys are gonna double suplex him and two more guys come up and grab them and they power bomb as as they're doing the double suplex. I thought you're you're saying that they basically ran train oh, no, in no. the corner. You know what I'm talking about though, yes, right? That yes, spot. Yes. So they had they were set up for that spot. I'm like, oh cool, it's this spot. Whatever. I've seen it a million times. So instead of that. It gets reversed, and they, um, Villanelle Enterprises put two of the guys on their shoulders, and Marty's going to come off for a double doomsday device. I was like, that's really cool. I've never seen that. That's ah. pretty sweet. But that ended up getting reversed, and it, oh, it, no. it actually ended with, um, I believe it was uh, Nagata giving Skrull an exploder off the top rope, which was impressive, an exploder suplex. So that was pretty cool. It was sweet that they changed up and do the, didn't do that same predictable spot, which I appreciated. Do you see on Twitter they're looking for a fourth member of Villanelle Enterprises? No. Interesting. That's very interesting, uh, especially with what happens at the end of the show, which Ooh, I'll get into. I'm excited. You shouldn't be. It has nothing to do with Villain Enterprises. Aww. So, <laughs> PCO hits a moonsault off the top, and Villain Enterprises wins by pinfall and retains the six-man titles. Was, the, it, was it an insane moonsault? Uh, it was his normal like moonsault, which Aww. is pretty impressive. Kingdom then jumps him after the match, and Taven lays out PCO with the belt. But PCO gets up and scares the kingdom away, and they just run. He's Matt Taven. He is Matt Taven. Next up, we have Kenny King coming out for commentary. So he mentions at the beginning, well, he kept calling him the not-so-great Muda, which just made me laugh every time he called him the not-so-great Muda. <laughs> but he mentioned at the beginning, and he came out, that he couldn't get his emergency ocular vasodilation and reticulation surgery on his eyes. Oh, no. Because of the Uber strike. I'm like, what the, the fuck are you Uber talking strike. about? Yeah. Is there an Uber strike in there? There is, yeah. Holy shit. And then, because he said his surgeon was in, like, Guatemala, and, like, Rick is like, I don't think you take an Uber from Guatemala. <laughs> He's like, no, he doesn't understand he flew here, but he couldn't get an Uber. You just don't get it. It was really funny. So, um, this blind gimmick thing is so fucking funny. I love it. So, we, uh, he does commentary for uh, G.O.D., who are the champions, versus Jonathan Gretham, Gresham and Jay Lethal for the Jonathan ROH. Gretham. Wetham. For the ROH tag team titles. Um, G.O.D. jumps Lethal and Gresham before the bell. King then says from Lethal's last couple of footsteps, it sounds like he's lost seven or eight pounds. <laughs> you can tell just from hearing him. Uh, he then said that there is a guy in the third row texting about silk pajamas and some inappropriate stuff. He can't see it, but he can just feel it. <laughs> Dude, he was, he was on point. He was killing it. 
Uh, I just couldn't stop laughing at him. At one I N G King. At one point, uh, Cabana like um, Loa is just like basically punching Lethal. Lethal's on the mat. And he's just punching Lethal, and he goes to pick him up to do something. And Cabana asks King, he's like, "What do you think Lethal should do now?" And then King goes, "He has Loa in some kind of leg lock, right?" And then Cabana's like, uh, "No." And then King's like, "Well, you should just punch him in the neck. That always works." Yeah. He was so fucking funny. Um, Cabana kept yelling at Rickaboner all night. This was kind of weird for pronouncing gorillas girls. He seemed like he was getting annoyed. He's like, every time you say it, it's like you're saying girls of destiny. He's like saying girls. And he just did it over and over. He's like, can you stop saying it and pronounce it right? It was kind of strange. Master Heater's going to come yeah. up in there with the kendo stick. I hope so. Show him what's up. Uh, Lethal and Gresham do a really cool insiguri slash super kick at the same time to Tomatonga. Loa distracts the ref, and Tom hits Lethal in the back with a tag belt in mid-lethal injection. Tom hits a stun gun, stun gun on Gresham, and Gresham took it better than anyone I've ever seen. He went, like, fucking face first into the mat when he took it. It was great looking. Jeez. Uh, G.O.D. by pinfall and still the tag champs. The Briscoes then come out and cut a promo, and they have a big pull apart. Dude, they were, like, you could hear fucking, normally on ROH they don't swear a lot. Uh. You could hear G.O.D. at one point, like, Thomas dropping F-bombs, but when Briscoes come out, they're fucking like, fuck, we're going to fucking keep... They're, like, dropping F-bombs. Like, this is great. Jeez. Seems so real. I love it. And now we have our main event. Flip Gordon versus Bandito. Yeah. This is the this is the game-winning match here. It is. Uh, Flip Gordon starts flossing and getting in the ring like a fucking douchebag like he did yeah, at the... Yeah, it does annoy me. Dude... The fans booed when he did it. Cabana started making fun of him. I'm like, why the fuck is he doing this? This is yeah. retarded. You're a baby face. Quit being dumb. Flip, Flip should make such a great baby face. Like, X, 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 uh, uh, armed forces. Like, like, yeah. Like, he should be able to I mean, get he over He is when he's not easy. doing that. Like, yeah, don't, I don't know floss, why he's doing you that. retard. I don't know. It's They're, kind of stealing that WWE gimmick that, that WWE stole from Fortnite. The... Carmella, Carmella one? Yeah, Carmella and R-Truth. That's what they do. Well, I mean, they were doing it just because every, like, I mean, like, tons of people were doing it, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not exaggerating when I saw kids come into work doing it. I'm like, why, why are they doing this? People are actually doing this. This is dumb. When I told Tito I saw people in real life do it. He got extra mad. Yeah, but if if you hear that a wrestler did a flaw, was flossing during their, or at their match, you'd assume it was instantly Carmella or R-Truth. Yeah, I had no idea that was from Fortnite. I think it, I'm pretty sure it was from Fortnite. I mean, I'm not. I don't. I just didn't know. I just thought like it was just people doing it to be dumb. They just saw someone do it online or something. Um. So there's a spot where Flip went for a springboard from the apron and he gets drop kicked right in the air. He goes flying through the air all the way into the guardrail. It was really devastating. Bandito hits an insane looking reverse hurricane rana on Flip. Flip looked like his head just was spiked into the mat. Flip goes for a... Picture this in your mind. Flip, Flip goes for a cross body. As he does it, Bandito catches him and instantly in one motion does a moonsault and does a slam. Jesus Christ. It was crazy. really fucking cool. Uh, Flip hits the Flip 5 and he wins by pinfall. Rico Boner must have called like 5 to 10 moves by the wrong name in this match. He was really doing terrible in this match. Um, Bandito. He, he's like... He gets paid a decent amount, huh? I would think so, yeah. I'm pretty sure because he got WWE like got off. He got offers from WWE, and ROH had to outbid WWE. Yeah, but I also heard that WWE wasn't offering like retardedly high money. You know, what I mean, it was like, yeah. it was really good money. But I mean, they did get outbid by ROH. But yeah, so I assume he's getting some decent money. Dude, 
does he cut promos ever, or does he just do nothing except flip? I don't know. I haven't, like, watched him anywhere. I, I have not seen him cut a promo. I don't ever. know how his English is, so I don't know, like, if he is even able to. I feel like if you're going to cut, uh, spend that much money on a guy, you're going to be some, someone who, who can cut a good promo and get the, the fans behind him. Yeah. And not that, like, he can't do that with his, like, actions in the ring, but, like, <coughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Do you see where I'm getting going with that? Yeah, I see what you're saying, but, I mean, like, I mean, it's like, they, I mean, they obviously know what they'd be getting with him, and, like, he is really popular. Like I, said, I don't know, I don't know if he's, like, a big promo guy in... Triple A or CML or wherever he was. Yeah. So, uh, but the show ends with Haskins cutting a promo, um, and he asks uh, Flip to join Lifeblood, and uh, he says he can give give you your give us your answer after you get back from the Super Junior tournament. Looks like we we'll don't have to wait very long for that answer. Yeah. So, so there's that. Since uh, yeah, we didn't really talk about it here, but Flip and uh, El Desperado are out of the Super Junior tournament. Well, that's a shame. Flip is having visa issues, so we might either El Desperado's never, injured. Never find out or find out soon. Yeah, that's true. He never went. He's never going to answer. So that's all for the first night. Uh, let's go ahead and do the first half of the uh, second night, and then we'll take a break, because I only right. have, like, a cut. What are you doing? Oh. <laughs> well, we're going to take three breaks, are we? How, Seems a little I unnecessary. Thought, I think there's one more show. There's three, it's three shows. I thought, okay, I, I'm sorry. I thought the third one was the... Uh, no, the fourth one's the, the TV, fourth taping, one's the TV yeah. taping. Okay. You get your finger away from the we'll button. do this. All right, so yeah, we'll do the uh, the second night here. Like I said, I only I don't have much for the second night. I only watched like an hour of it. Do it. I exaggerated and said it was an hour and a half, so it seemed cooler, but it wasn't. Um, <laughs> so we have the uh, World of the Wars tour night two, the May ninth show from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Um, I think both the videos I have are uh, from this night that we can you can look at real quick. All right, let's do it. So Alex Coughlin, uh-huh. Carl Fredericks, and Clark Connors versus God and Hikaleo. Um, so they said at the beginning of this match at some point that the Briscoes versus G.O.D. match, which is for the tag titles, is at the TV taping on the 12th, which is the fourth show. And they said it's going to air live on Honor Club. So the titles are clearly going to change hands. <laughs> Otherwise, why would they be airing it on Honor Club? Yeah. So they really predicted that, or like made it really predictable. Who, who's, who's all in the match? Say that again. Uh, the one that's going to be on Honor Club? Yeah. It's just G.O.D. versus the Briscoes for the titles. All right. Yeah. So the Briscoes are clearly going to win. Yep. All right, uh, if they're going to change the titles, I don't know why they wouldn't do it at one of these shows, not the taping. It seems dumb. Whatever. Uh, Hikaleo hits the T-bomb, which is a sit-out choke bomb. Oh, because it's probably going to be part of the fucking TV tapings, and we're going to see it twice. Once airing on Honor Club, and then the other time that's airing That's exactly on what it's going to be. Yeah. Well, then... But why do that? Why? why does it need to be on TV if they're going to show it on Honor Club? Yeah. You're going to watch something on TV you already seen. Uh, R.H. fucks up from time to time. Dude, that is my number one. Number one, first and foremost, complaint with Ring of Honor is they're fucking... They're TV booking. They're booking with TV. It's it's stupid. Like, there's a title change, and you're watching fucking a live event, and it doesn't happen for, like, three weeks on TV. I'm like, what the fuck? It's like the live event writers and the TV taping writers are on, like, completely different levels. Yeah. It's like like they have two completely different staffs. it, It does seem like it. So Hikaleo hits the T-bomb, which is a sit-out choke bomb, on either Connors or Coughlin. I don't know which one it was. And uh, G.O.D. and Hikaleo win by pinfall. Pinfall. One fall. One fall. Next up we have Silas Young versus Yuji Nagata. I really liked this match a lot because of how, what the finish was. Dude, they, they should have a, a parody wrestler named Eugene Nagata. Or he's like Eugene from WWE, but like Asian. Okay, clearly you haven't been watching uh, Honma. <laughs> 
So there's that. That was a decent setup by accident. Uh, that was on purpose. That was on purpose. Like that was genius. If that was on purpose, yeah. it was a really good setup. Um, Young hits misery, but the ref gets hit by Nagata as he's doing the move, and, he, and then the ref gets knocked down during the move. So then Young goes and he grabs a chair and is about to hit Nagata with it, but instead he hits the mat to make the sound and then throws it to Nagata and then lays down like he's hurt. You know what I'm talking? Like the finish where like you pretend that you got hit uh-huh. and to get the other guy to disqualified. Classic heel move. So Nagata's holding the chair, and he's thinking about it, using it on um, Young because the ref's still down. But instead, he wraps it around his own head and lays down on the mat, making it look like Young used it on him. So then Silas sees this and starts freaking out, and he runs over to try to get it off his neck. And the ref wakes up and sees him doing it, and he DQs Young. It was really funny. Like, they, 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 they reversed. Huh. Yeah, it was really cool. They, like, reversed the finish, and, and uh, the bad guy is the one that ended up being DQ'd. It was really cool. So Nagata won by DQ. It was a great twist on the classic finish. I loved it. Interesting. Yeah, that was really cool. Uh, next up, we have Evil and Sonata versus TKO Ryan and Vinny Marseglia. Okay, I'm going to show you this before I tell you about it. Basically, um, they've been building up that uh, TK uh, figured out how to do the par- or figured out uh, how to do the Paradise Lock, right? So we'll go ahead and just watch this video. His reaction is what makes it so funny. Oh, he did not get it. <laughs> not at all. You see TK's reaction? He's still into it. He's like, yeah! Then he's like, god damn it! He got so mad. I thought it was <laughs> so funny. Um, so yeah, as we just watched, uh, TK thinks he got Sonata in the Paradise Lock, and he screams in celebration, as you heard. And he gets really mad when he realizes he failed. Sonata gets the skull in on Vinny, and he and Evil fall out with a magic killer. Evil and Sonata win by pinfall. They won? Yes. Next up, we have Rhett Titus comes out for commentary, which made me very happy. Again. And we have PJ Black versus Roosh. So, uh, Roosh nails Black with a deadly super kick, which looked devastating, and then murders him with the bull's horns. This is the other video I have. This bull's horns was uh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty bad. Look at this. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. He said it like a motherfucker. And, 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 like, he hits him, like... It looks like he connects really well with it, too. And you watch his feet here. Like, yeah, it, was, it was really good. I would not be able to tell if it was fake or not. Like, it was definitely uh, one of the, the only time where I've seen the move, I'm like, that's a cool finisher. Like, otherwise, I'm like, it's a drop kick to the corner, but whatever. But PJ did amazing with that. Um, so he murders him with the bull's horns. He actually knocks him through the ropes and almost all the way out of the ring with it. Roosh wins by pinfall. Uh, Dalton Castle then comes out after Roosh has left uh, ringside and cuts a promo. Basically said he doesn't need the boys and he never did. And that's all I have watched so far. So. Oh, jeez. We're going to take, fuck you. It wasn't, it was like 10 minutes of the show. So, oh, jeez. Uh, hey, fuck you, it was an hour. It was literally an hour and 10 minutes of the show. Okay, so we're going to take a break. There might be a little bonus thing here to listen to. In the middle of, of, of this next stuff. The of the Not show. at the end. No, yeah. I mean, they're going to hear it right now during the break that's right, about now, to happen. Now, listen to it. All right, bye. <laughs> oh, here we go. So that was a fun little thing they just listened to. I'm sure they enjoyed it. That was a good yeah. time. Um, Do you even remember? Yeah, now I remember. Oh. It took me a second, but I remember. I was just thinking about it, too, before we came up here. Is this from you? No. Huh. Maybe. Do you have gum on you? Yeah. Can I steal a piece? No. Piece? It's very limited. I only have one. I'm going to eat it that's right fair. now. That's fair. That's fair. I only have one in here, sorry. <laughs>
Thank you. Hey, 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 hey. The joke was that there was a bunch when he opened it. Chew tried it every day. That's how it good, <laughs> that's, isn't it? That's our sponsor. <laughs> tried it. We like you tried it. We're not... Yeah. Um, okay. I, already, I already know what you're going to say. I don't know. What? You're going to say that we're not copying the other podcast or the you know, other show that was that does tries to promote their own sponsors? I was going to talk about the Trident that Aquaman uses. Oh, I guess I didn't know. <laughs> Mine was far more retarded. <laughs> All right. So uh, next up we have, we're going to continue our review of Ring of Honor War of the Worlds Night 2 from Toronto, the May 9th show. We have Tracy Williams and Mark Haskins versus the Briscoes. This is a good match. I don't really have any notes for it, though. Uh, Briscoes hit the Doomsday Device, and then Briscoes win by pinfall. I like that the Briscoes have so many different moves that they can win matches with, so many different finishers, like they did the Doomsday Device for this one. Redneck Boogie. Yep, Redneck Red, Boogie. Redneck Boogie's my favorite just because of its name. J-Driller, Froggy, Froggy Bow. There's a lot they have. It's really the cool. The Froggy Bow. Uh, Bully comes out to cut a promo on a hurt Tracy Williams. Reminds everyone he was the one that took out Tennille. He cut a great promo and eventually just backs down and leaves like a pussy. Uh, Kelly Klein's titties. Kelly Klein comes out and issues an open challenge. Allure comes out and Angelina Ugly teases fighting her but then doesn't. And then she stared at the camera and winked at it. Yeah. That's pretty much the end of that segment. She did that at the beginning though, but you're close. Next, uh, K-I-N-G King is here, which made me very happy. This Mm. used to make you very mad. Oh, dude. It's so crazy. I used to hate him so much. flopped. And now I love him so much. Flopper. Flopper McFlopperson. Uh, so. so next up we have Satoshi Kojima versus Jay Lethal. So apparently Kojima is representing the Bread Club. I don't know if you've been hearing about this. I guess he's a big proponent of bread. Dude, I think I showed you that video of him. Or not video. It was a picture of him carrying like a whole bunch of bread and it said Bread Club underneath. It was a long time ago when we first started watching New Japan. It's very likely that could have happened if it was a long time ago. Yes. Uh, apparently Kenny King is on Braille Twitter, which is a thing for blind people that use Braille Twitter. <laughs> uh, King said that he could hear Lethal's elbow hit Kojima's boot and he thinks his boot is orange. Dude, he says that boots sound different. I, you need to pay attention to the funny part. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you hear? Yeah. Boots sound different. I hate you. What are you going to say? I forget now. Good. Oh, wait. Uh, oh. Kenny King. Kenny King's commentating here, right? Right? Yeah, that's what I yeah, was... Yeah, right. That's so, what I just said that no, he said. I know. I was, I was reiterating for the, the story itself. Oh, cool. So, the... So, if... I, I, I think it's a really... I never really paid or gave it much thought, these wrestlers commentating. But it's a really good idea for giving them a physical rest for a few weeks. Would you not agree? I definitely agree. I mean, I think what you need they, to have a storyline that, like, makes sense for them to be doing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you, you put in a storyline, and you have them do commentary for, for a few a few weeks, few months, or whatever. And then they get their, they get their physical rest. You know, like, what if WWE did that? That'd be great for them. I mean, they can all, I mean, they can write in injuries that aren't real, like they did with Kenny King. I guess they do that all the time, huh? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, you know, I just, I, I had an idea, and I was exploring it out loud. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks for letting us into your brain, your red brain. You just picked my idiotic brain. Your red brain. Red brain. Kojima screams and hits Lethal's feet and knocks Lethal on his back on the apron. Did that call back the red lungs? No. No. Oh. Uh, King said that Kojima screams so loud that the sound waves actually knock Lethal down. He's never seen that before, which is impressive. Huh. 
<laughs> Rick and Boner asks King a couple minutes later how Lethal can recover. King says he doesn't think he can recover from sound waves, but Lethal should punch him in the mouth so he can't scream anymore. So, <laughs> um, I keep forgetting that Lethal isn't the champ here. It's very strange. For some reason, I'm watching this match, and I was thinking it was a non-title match like 10 minutes into it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, he's not the champ anymore. I don't know why. I just got so used to him being the champ. I just, I don't know. Lethal goes for lethal injection, but Kojima goes for a lariat. Lethal ducks it and goes for a lethal injection again and hits it this time. Lethal wins by pinfall. Very nice. Let's see into that. Next up, we have uh, Brody King versus Hiroki Goto versus Jeff Cobb, who is the champion, versus Shane Taylor in an ROH Television Championship Four Corners Survival Match. I bet you Shane Taylor wins. I was very upset because this was spoiled for me. That made me mad. Yeah. Of course. I was very um, upset because uh, this was spoiled for me, so it really made me mad. Um, uh, Taylor gives King a Canadian Destroyer, but it looks like they had a timing issue with it, and it happened really slow, mm-hmm. which if you envision a Canadian Destroyer, boggled my mind even more as to how it was physically possible because it was slow, slow motion. Yeah. I was like, whatever. Cobb hits Tour of the Islands on King. Taylor runs in and throws Cobb out of the ring and hits greetings from 216 on King. Shane Taylor wins by pinfall and is the new ROH TV champion. What? Yeah. Dude, I was just kidding. Yeah, it had been more exciting if I didn't know when I was watching it. What the fuck? Like how you didn't know that he was going to win when we started going over it and you're shocked right now? Yeah. Yeah, that didn't happen for me because I already knew. Fuck, so dude. Mind blown. Hey, quick pause. I'm going to take a piss. Oh, shit. I hit start. Oh, shit. Do you remember where you're at? Yes. Uh, we just finished. Well, okay, we're on to the main event now. The last match of the show. I'm Matt Taven. Matt Taven versus PCO for the ROH World Heavyweight Championship. Oh, I forgot this match was here. Yeah, this is a great match. Yeah. Now tell me about it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it Picture in Picture all this stuff happening. So whenever the screen goes black and you see the words human being not found, and it's PCO's uh, entrance, and they added the words in there, which is kind of cool. So... The lights come on, he's on stage chained to a propped up platform like table type thing. And Destro puts water on him with a sponge and then electrocutes him with jumper cables. And the, uh, <laughs> then he, he comes back to life. That's it, dude, he's always in his videos. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Then PCO, as he's walking to the ring, breaks, breaks a gimmick wrench in half and he makes his way to the ring. He's strong. He broke a wrench in half? Yeah. Wow. He's strong. Uh, so PCO goes for the moonsault and TK and. Wait, whoa. That was I skipped some stuff. There we go. Taven's on the outside, and PCO is going to do a dive. This was so funny, but so dangerous. Okay, so imagine this is happening. Taven's on the outside, right? PCO runs into the ring. He's going to go do a dive, like through the ropes, right? So he gets in the middle of the ring. He runs to the opposite side and just dives out onto nothing and goes fucking splat on the floor. <laughs> what the fuck? It was so fucking funny. I'm like, what the fuck? PCO. But dude, there was no one or nothing to catch him. He just goes right through the ropes and just hits the floor. Oh my god. It, and then he just runs it and then he goes and dives to the other side. But dude, I'm like, he's like dude, 50 years old. He's crazy. He is fucking nuts. But it was, Cole, Cole Cabana like referenced it back like three or four times. He's like, there was no one there. Like, why did he do that? <laughs> he hasn't had a heart attack yet. Yeah, no. Not yet. But it was, um, it was pretty crazy. Uh, PCO goes for the moonsault and TK and Vinny run down and distract him. TK distracts the ref, and Vinny slides. Okay, Vinny slides his hatchet into the ring, right? He's holding the handle so the actual sharp part of the hatchet is facing up. Okay? Oh, God. Taven then grabs PCO and slams his face onto the hatchet. I'm like, no. What? Uh, This was a little much for me. I'm like, 
dude, you just slammed his face on a hatchet. He should be dead. Like, he should have a hatchet face. I'm like, this is... A hatchet I'm face. like, what are you doing? This was a little much. I mean, uh, it has to be a dull hatchet, I mean, I not a little much... Is to, and the, not a little much that it was, like, violent, but a little much is like, dude, you would he would be dead. You know what I mean? Like, for me, it was unbelievable. Yeah, I'm like, this is a little over the You watch a lot of horror, and you see people get their face gouged out all the time. And like, they die. Yeah. Well, I mean... He didn't die. He continued to wrestle. That's my point. Maybe he just didn't hit it hard enough. We'll, we'll test it on you. We'll get a okay. we'll get an axe and slam your face into it and see how you are. I'd have to see how hard he slammed it. Yeah, it was it was a little much. Um, Do you have a video? Why don't you have a video of this? This is stuff you should have a video of. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, at least PCO, he was bleeding. Like he he had a cut above his eye, so at least he was bleeding. Like that helped some. But um, this is pretty cool. So they're outside the ring, and Taven has like blood on his hands from punching PCO. He just rubs it on his chest like this, all sensually, and goes sexy. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of funny. Uh, Taven then takes his hand and tries to wipe the blood on a fan, and then the fan's like moving back. <laughs> Taven is so great. Um, so they're pointing out that PCO's only good eye is now cut, so he can barely see it all now because he only has one eye. Yeah, I'm sure, you're already aware of this. I'm trying. He has does a he glass wear, like, an eye patch or anything. Yeah, he no, he has a glass eye. His gimmick back in the day was he would wear an eye patch. But, uh, this he, is real, though? Yeah, he really has a glass eye. Holy shit. He really only has one eye, yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's great storytelling for the match. Like, he only has one eye, and then I got taken out. But here's the thing. Like, simply hitting him with the handle of the, at, of the, of the, of the axe, or even better, hit him with the non-sharp part that's metal. <laughs> that would be fine, and it would, could make him bleed. You don't have to try to fucking cut his face off. But so I, I think that would have been better if they just would have done that. Just hit him with the blunt part of the uh, of the hatchet. So Taven says, this, I thought this was a really cool spot. PCO's laying down on the mat, and uh, Taven says, he's no monster, he's just Carl. Because his real name is, like, Pierre Carl. Yeah. And then right as he says it, PCO just sits up, so it was really cool. Oh, that's um, dope. Yeah, it was really I, cool. I just imagined it. It was cool. PCO has like, Taven, what's up? I was going to say, kind of like the, the Undertaker. The Undertaker, yeah, but it was better. Um, PCO <laughs> has Taven set up for a tombstone and then PCO has the way he does his tombstone he kind of has him set up for it and he bounces back off the ropes and kind of like runs for a little bit and then drops the tombstone which makes it cooler so I thought that was pretty sweet um, PCO actually hits the apron cannonball off the top I think he's hit it like twice now Taven had there's a chair just set up outside and then Taven hits the climax to PCO on the chair which was cool PCO is, uh, this is pretty sweet, PCO, we've seen this before, but PCO sta- is um, standing on the apron, Taven is inside the ring, runs and jumps over the top and does a sunset flip powerbomb to the floor. Holy Like hell. how Takahashi used to do. Yeah, no, I know. And he hit hard on the floor too. Oh, um, shit. Taven gives PCO just a tip twice, but he grabs Taven's leg the third time he goes for it. I wish I, I should have took a fucking video of this. PCO hits a package power driver to, to Taven Scared the fuck out of me, dude. P- like Taven's head looked like it was so low. He looked like he hit so hard when he hit. I was like, oh my god, I hope he's okay. <laughs> and it right on his fucking head. PCO then follows that with a senton off the top rope, and I thought it was over. Great off, false finish. Off Taven the top rope. Out. Off the top rope. Look out below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ray Mysterio. 619. Unfortunately, we definitely had a fuck up here. PCO hits a moonsault off the top and then goes for a pin. And as he goes for the pin, Taven, like, shoot, pushes him off of him. Like, Taven's laying down, he just pushes him off. Okay. He's like, oh, why do you do that? And then, like, PCO just kind of lays down next to him and, and then decides to try to sell like he's hurt from doing the move. 
And then Taven like kind of rolls over to the side near the ropes. And then PCO goes for the cover again. And then like uh, I think TK puts Taven's foot on the rope to break the pin. So it's like mm-hmm. they're clearly supposed to be next to the rope and they did it the first time and they weren't. So like Taven was like, get off me, dude. We're not we're not close enough to the rope. So that was kind of a bummer, but whatever. How could you tell it was a shoot push? Dude, like if you watch it, he just like like Taven takes a senton, right? He's supposed to basically be dead. Yeah. PCO goes to cover him and Taven just pushes him off. Like Taven's supposed to be out of it. It oh, wasn't a kick out. I'm imagining. It yeah, like it, it wasn't a kick out. He literally pushed him. So yeah, you could tell that it like wasn't supposed to happen. Um, I should have recorded that too. Yeah. I really failed you tonight. That's okay. Man. I fail you all the time, so I think it makes up for yeah, it. But I'm not used to failure. <laughs> used funny. to. Oh. Um. <laughs> oh. PCO and Vinny go at it outside, and for some reason this is not a DQ. I didn't really understand that. But PCO powerbombs Vinny through the timekeeper's table, which is almost botched here. He goes to powerbomb Vinny, and as he lifts up Vinny, Vinny's feet kick the fucking table and almost knock it all the way over. So I'm like, where are you going to drop him? Because the table's not there. But luckily the table kind of fell back down onto its feet, so he was able to put him through the table. So that was almost messed up. Uh, TK gives Taven a purple railroad spike, and he hits PCO with it. The ref counts. Purple railroad spike. Yeah. That's great. The ref counts, and PCO kicked out with authority right before three, in my opinion. But they ring the bell. Matt Taven wins by pinfall, and is still the champ. There's no acknowledgement whatsoever by the commentators of the kick out. So I'm like, was that a fuck up too? He just kicked out. Why'd they count three? I don't understand what's happening. It sounds happened. like a WWE level fuck up. Yeah, I mean... The match was fucking awesome. I loved it. I mean, there were definitely some fuck-ups in here. But it didn't... It wasn't enough for me to not enjoy the match. You know what I mean? I'm like, whatever. Shit happens. At least the match was great, unlike WWE. Because when WWE fucks up, the match also sucked. Yeah. So it had no redeeming qualities. (laughs) Yeah. But it was a great match. Dude, what if this is all part of some, like, fucking storyline that they they thought of whenever, like, Ronda Rousey had that fuck... Like, the, 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 the unclear finish at WrestleMania, and then... ROH was just like, well, let's we can make a story similar to this, but like make it into a storyline somehow. Now maybe, but I feel like the commentators need to say something. Yeah, they, they, need, to igno- say they need to acknowledge the kick out to yeah. do that. But that's it for night two, bro. You want to do night three? Is that what you want to do? Yeah, I'll do night three. What are you doing? Oh wait, I didn't know if we were pausing or not. No, we're good. We'll we're make good. it. We'll make it. Night three from Grand Rapids, Michigan, the May tenth War of the Worlds. The Chucky Doll is back. Oh, I saw some uh, some tweets for that. Front row. It was even hitting the uh, the sign on the guardrail. It was great. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, Alex Coughlin and Carl Fredericks versus Coast to Coast. Ali hits a swinging side slam into almost a urinagi on Coughlin. Coast to Coast one by pinfall. Into that one. Here's That's, the thing. I don't care about Coast to Coast. Yeah, I don't either. Here's the issue. Like, this War of the Worlds, like, I remember... I think I don't even know if it was the first time I saw it, but I know... Before, when they did War of the Worlds, before we started watching it, they actually had, like, Okada and, like, Tanahashi and, like, main event guys yeah. there. There's, like, no main event guys yeah, here. I remember seeing Evil and Sonata wrestle and shit. I mean, they were on it. They were? Yeah, but I mean, like... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but what about Naito? What about Ibushi? What about Okada? What, none of the main event guys... Jay White. Yeah. You know what I mean? None of the main event guys are here. I think... It's hardly a war. I wonder if last time, Best of the, Best of the Super Juniors, I don't think, was going on. No, so. it started right after. Yeah, so... The, the, and that's the thing. It started the day after the tour ended, but the last day of the tour was the TV tapings. So they didn't even need to have them there for the TV tapings. So they'd have had days to get back. So I don't know. 
That's rough then. Yeah, I don't know. All right, next up we have Kelly Klein, the current champion, versus Stacy Shadows, the ROH Women's Championship. Who's that? Stacey... Oh, that's from uh, the Allure. That's right. We just went over this. No, she's not. From no. Who the fuck is that then? She was just uh, someone you never really seen. You might have seen her like once. She's a big girl. And it's for the championship? Yeah, because Kelly Klein does an open challenging, remember, where every match is for the title. Okay, She's that's right. No, that. you're right, yeah. Stacy's a big girl and Kelly had big titties. Uh, I wish Rick Boner would stop saying this. Every single time Kelly Klein would hit a clothesline, he goes, the Klein line. I'm like, you sound like a fucking idiot, dude. <laughs> just it trying it so out. so stupid. Dude, a clothesline would be better. <laughs> I hate you. It a would cool, be, dude. You can call it the cool clothes Klein, and and just call it the KKK for that's short. That's a great idea. Yeah, there it is. You're smart. <laughs> nothing, could, nothing could go wrong with this. Yeah. Um. He did something else later too, where he said another name and put their name in the name of the move. I'm like, dude, you, shut up. Stop it. Like, yeah. not everything needs to be the Steiner liner, or like fucking like a Frankensteiner. Like, stop it, dude. Why do you only pick Steiner for your examples? We'll name some other ones. The uh, the Hulk, the people's elbow. The Hulk's elbow. His name wasn't the people. <laughs> the, the, uh, the, uh, the Rey Mysterio 1-9. Checkmate. All right, so. <laughs> uh, Kelly hits a huge German suplex on Big Stacy, which was impressive because she was so large. Um, this isn't me trying to insult her for being large. It's just an observation. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly has Stacy to thank for this because she definitely jumped for it because I don't think Kelly was getting her up on her own. Stacy misses a Vader bomb and Kelly hits her with a running knee. Kelly climbed by pinfall and still champ. She won with a different finish, this running knee, and I like it. Uh, Allure attacks Shadows after the match and Ke- Klein runs in for the save. There's a big pull apart. See so you know that. PCO is not cleared to wrestle tonight due to an axe to the eye. Because of that, Vinny and TK are no longer allowed to be at ringside for any of Taven's singles matches from now on. Because they took it too far. And they deserve it. They do. They do. I agree. They hit him in the <laughs> eye with an axe. Um, it's enough to murder any normal man. Yeah, the PCO I, is I'm, no human. I'm still dwelling on this girl. and how they, like, I don't even know who the fuck this girl is. And she, like, I get it, it's an open title shot, but like... Dude, there was a lot of open title that she did with nobodies. I know, that's like, I don't know. The more I think about it now, like, maybe, like, you can at least establish that they are wrestlers before, on your show before, like... I think she wrestled once before, but I don't remember. They mentioned her wrestling before once. I just don't feel like they're... Maybe the issue is I don't think their girls get enough time for me to know who all of them are. I mean, dude, in their defense at Mayu Iwatani, she hadn't wrestled in, like, a month or two and came in and just won the title. In that open challenge that Kelly Klein did, well, my, so it's like my Iwatani is like like really, I mean, no, yeah, I guess not I'm everyone saying, knows. That's her, what but. I'm saying. In ROH, like she hadn't been there for months. Yeah, I see like, your point. And she actually won, so there is a chance and the threat that like she could actually lose it to these these people. You know what I mean? I don't, I, I don't believe it like this quickly. Mm, I don't know. Well, not again, probably. Yeah, but I mean, she did. I, mean, I guess you're just built at this point. You're just building your building your champ. Some squash matches. They don't have to necessarily be squashy. Yeah, that's a. I mean, all it's a squash match. Why not add a little element to it to spice it up? Like a squanch match. Yeah. <laughs> November I baby. Match. Oh, I can't wait. All right. Next up, we have Clark Connors versus Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. Dalton comes out for a promo. He says that Connors looks like a looks like a half-eaten bowl of vanilla froyo, <laughs> and and he asks both guys to leave. 
Cheeseburger says to make it a triple threat, and Dalton agrees in anger after Cheeseburger says he'll beat him in 16 seconds like Roosh did. It was a funny promo, as usual, by Dalton. Great three-man spots in this triple threat match. There was a double German suplex spot with mostly all three guys, which was pretty cool. There's another cool spot where Dalton is standing on the apron. Um, Connors is standing outside on the floor. Cheeseburger comes off the top, and Dalton catches him like in a belly-to-belly and just throws him over his head onto the floor onto uh, Connors, which is pretty sweet. That was pretty cool. Great stuff in the last few minutes, ending with Dalton hitting the bangerang on Cheeseburger. Dalton Castle wins by pinfall. He's back into his winning ways since his loss to Roosh. I would love, I would love to see whenever CM Punk makes the return, CM Punk and Dalton Castle. I like how you said when, because he will. Yeah, um, CM Punk and Dalton Castle both like at like fifteen seconds like knock each other out and then both lose. Because <laughs> he he lost in MMA. Yeah, really fast. Yeah. Because he sucked. Yeah. At least he tried. Yeah. Give credit for trying. His Drax comic sucked. At least he tried. His Drax comic was probably worse than his his, his MMA attempt. At least he tried something he loves. You can't I guess fault it wasn't, him for that. I guess it wasn't that bad, because if you like Drax, then I mean, I guess it's an okay story to follow. But, like, if you don't really care, then you do, you you wouldn't care. Yeah, I don't care about you, Drax. I just want your autograph on my poster. The actual Drax, not Batista. Next up, we have Kingdom versus G.O.D. and Hikaleo. I love G.O.D. so much. Here's your headliners. Yeah. Um, <laughs> both teams kept cheating back and forth. It was great because it's two heel teams here, the Kingdom versus G.O.D. and Hikaleo. Uh, Hikaleo drops Vinny so hard that Tama grabs his own chest, bumps onto the apron, and falls to the floor. <laughs> it's really funny. Tama is so fucking funny. He did so many funny things in this match. He's the greatest. Um G.O.D. hit the Doomsday Device on TK, and the Briscoes come out right after they hit the move. G.O.D. gets out of the ring, and the Briscoes distract him as Taven hits Hikaleo with the belt. Kingdom wins by pinfall. Briscoes and G.O.D. go away brawling. Uh, they already advertise they're going to have that uh, their match for the titles at the TV taping on, I believe, Sunday, the next night. Okay. And it would be broadcast live on Honor Club. And as soon as they announced it, I was like, this is dumb. Clearly the titles are going to change hands. Well, also they advertise it to be on Honor Club and if it's, if it's a TV taping. Yeah. So I was like, that's dumb. But I reviewed that as well. So we'll go over that after the third night here. That's so dumb. Yeah. Uh, Haskins comes out to cut a promo. He was the one that was supposed to be fighting PCO tonight, but he couldn't because uh, Kingdom took him out. He challenges Taven for the title. Keep you on. No. Oh. He challenges Taven for the title. Taven laughs and says no. And then Haskins says that Mike and Maria left with Taven's balls. Huh. He gets super pissed off and accepts the match. He goes, don't you put their names in your mouth. <laughs> so, uh, they, they were the former members of the kingdom. Gable and I were both shocked to find out there was a previous, uh, in, in, uh, in, what is it called? In something. Incarnation. Yeah, incarnation of the kingdom. Well, who's it? My, uh, Adam Cole. I almost said Michael Cole. Yeah, that'd be terrible. Yeah. Adam Cole, Mike <laughs> Bennett, Marie, Maurice, uh, Maria Canales. Is Mike Bennett the Mike Canales? Yeah. Oh, okay. They changed his last name to Canales when he came in WWE. Dude, I just thought they were married. They are, but they changed his last name. His his real name is Bennett. I don't think he's going to get married and change his last name to her last name. That would be dumb. This is a weird... Um, this is the whole Brian Danielson thing all over again. Exactly what it is. It's so stupid. Yep. Red Titus has arrived. 
He gets in the ring to show us his three best poses and is interrupted by Flip. Next up, we have Flip Gordon versus Rhett Titus. Flip is so impressive. He's going to do a springboard dropkick off the top rope. His one foot slips in the middle of the move. He still somehow hits the move perfectly. I'm like, that's impressive. If Dave was there and he yelled slip, it, it, it would have uh, it would have gone differently. It would have. Peter thought I was yelling flip because it's so similar. Uh, slip. Slip. Flip Gordon. Flip walks in an STF, and then Flip Gordon wins by submission. Once again, a different finishing move here for the win. Not WB is great. I love it. Do you think... Honest, be, be like, not, well, you're going to be honest, but be as serious as possible. Do you think Flip's going? You should tell yourself that. Go on. Why? No reason. Go on. This is going to dwell in your mind forever. It's I don't great. know what it means. All right. <laughs> I don't know either. I hate you. <laughs> um, do you think Flip's going to AEW? Yes. You do? Yes. In his own words, why wouldn't he? I mean, I could wrestle with my friends, work less dates, and make a lot of money. That's what he told me. Oh. Remember? Yeah, well, you need to start like recording these when you have conversations with wrestlers. I don't know that I'm allowed to do that. Don't tell them. Just like mic yourself. <laughs> well, I can just put my phone on record like we're like the pocket, like what happened with the podcast. Put it in my pocket. Yeah, it's true. I really wish I could have like had that to listen to what he said again. Yeah. Uh. That's upsetting. All right, you ready to move on here? Yeah. Next up, we have Silver King is dead, and then Evil and Sonata versus the Bouncers. What the fuck? That's what they, they announced he was dead in the show, so I just put a note down here. Uh, 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 no, they didn't. They did. It's, uh, they, oh. cut to, they cut to Colton, uh, Ian, and, and Ian says he has some sad news. Unfortunately, just found out the Silver King has passed away. Wow. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. I mean, okay. you've heard about this already. Yeah. Yeah. Had a heart attack or a stroke or something. Maybe <laughs> we started kicking him after he was dead or something. The ref <laughs> was like, hey, are you alive? And Silver King was like, nope. And then <laughs> and then six minutes later, the ambulance comes. I'm like, you guys are great. They did a great job. Was it really the ambulance, though? Or was it a bunch of the it was in, doctors. indie guys? No, they took him away. Guys. Yeah. It was, it was a bunch it was. of young talent. I know. They kept like poking at his stomach. They're like, come alive, Silver King, come alive. <laughs> they were giving him he CPR and, 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 like, and, and stomping their foot to, to make it look more yeah, real. They were giving CPR to his asshole. He didn't come <laughs> back to life. He did not come back to life. <laughs> this isn't funny. He shouldn't have died. Is it true that when you die, like shit like just comes out? Yeah, I've heard this. I don't I'm know. I'm scared. I saw it in South Park. I don't know if it's Sir, true. I saw it. I've heard it other places too. And, like like sometimes soon... when I watch porn where someone dies, like <laughs> <laughs> what's it called? There's shit everywhere. What, what, uh... Like a Shiza video or something. What? Like a no, German like Shiza video. Like... <laughs> that sounds like something from the Holocaust. It's because it's German. Yeah, Shiza. <laughs> yeah, I think that um, means shit in German. Yeah. So anyway, you're an asshole. The, I mean, that's the point. Um, what are we talking about here? Snuff. Snuff, thank you. <laughs> so it's like a snuff porno? Yeah, yeah. And they're just sitting there and after they die, they just like poop and pee everywhere. And you're like, mm, time to come. That's when, <laughs> that's when you blow your load, right? Whenever they defecate uh, everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> this was a good wrestling podcast for a while. <laughs> a long time ago. It was I, a great show. Who am I kidding? It sucked the whole time. It was really bad. 
<laughs> All right, Evil Sonata versus the Bouncers. I really, really, really dislike the Bouncers. I was in a bad mood for some reason before this match started. and That's I, the worst. And I was like, I already don't like them, and now I hate them even more. The Bouncers give them beer, and Evil Sonata just spit it in their face. I'm like, good. This gimmick <laughs> is so fucking stupid. This is like a lazy, uncreative 90s indie bullshit gimmick. Like, yeah. something you would watch them parody from WWE because Stone Cold's popular and he drinks beer. Yeah. I was like, this is fucking stupid. ROH is better than this. It really annoys me. I don't like them at all. They this wait, this is the complaint that people are having that they're like they're just kind of outdated. I mean, this is one gimmick. I don't see most of the show. Is you just say that about someone else? Who? I'm try- I don't know. You have to make me remember now. I don't think so. I think you're on drugs. All right, I believe you. Okay, that you're on drugs. Beth. Evil and Sonata hit Magic Killer on Beer City Bruiser. Evil and Sonata by pinfall. As they should be. We won. Next up, we have Eli Isom versus Tracy Williams versus Roosh versus PJ Black in a four corners survival number one contenders match. The winner gets a number one gets a world title shot at State of the Art in Kent, Washington, on June first. Isom takes a rough German suplex right off the ropes from Roosh. Ouch! Isom hits a crazy move on Williams. I couldn't really have a name for it. He has him up on his shoulder and then twists him super fast into a DDT. It was pretty cool. Williams hits his crazy power driver on Isom. This was really weird. You know when someone takes a pile driver, they're kind of up and down against the person, mm-hmm. straight. Like when he took it, his like upper body was just bent forward, and he falls down. I'm like, why did you do that? That looked really painful. It was really that weird. Rough. Yeah. Um, Tracy Williams by pinfall. He gets a title shot at the uh, show, as I mentioned. Yeah, aforementioned. So what did you mean by like be serious? What? Earlier, you said I, I was. Would dwell I was on joking. It. Oh. I didn't mean anything by. It. I may have been dwelling on it. Oh my god, you're an ass. Yes. Yes, this is true. Uh, there's something else I gotta talk to you about off the off the show because I know it's gonna concern you. <laughs> and now you're gonna dwell on that until we talk about it. Perfect. Yes. Okay, I next. Do this to me. <laughs> next match. Pause it, I'll say it real quick. Okay. Yes it is. It's it's recording. Alright, anyway. Next up we have Mark Haskins versus Matt Taven, the champion for the ROH World Heavyweight title. Really cool spot where they are both on the mat and Haskins gets Taven in a headlock and then just DDTs him. Like with them both on the mat. I was like, that was very unique. I liked it. Taven is outside and poses with Chucky and some Kingdom fans. He is great. This is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Oh boy. Taven has Haskins on the mat in an arm hold. His arm's like kind of above his head like an arm lock, like a key lock. And he he moves his head to the side of, of, of Haskins and goes, I quit! I quit! And he looks around and goes, he just quit. Did you hear that? <laughs> That's really it funny. It was really funny. It, I think it was supposed to be a reference to Foley. Because whenever Foley fought Rock one time, Foley goes, he, he, at some point he goes, I quit, I quit before the match. And then Rock holds the mic up to his mouth and you just hear him go, I quit, I quit. It's clearly a recording. And then Rock won the title that way. So I think he was kind of referencing that I quit, I quit. But it was really Oh, funny. that's the thing you had me record one time. Really? Do one of the whenever you did your your oh, show. Oh yeah, Donnie, that's right. You had me. Oh, I quit. Yeah, I quit. Right. I did have you do that. So it was really funny. It didn't work. Todd didn't believe him, so he didn't win there. Um, Haskins reverses climax into a bridging armbar. They both go for drop kicks and take each other out. And Rick and Boner has the genius line that they scissored each other. Here, jackass. Like this? <laughs> yes. He goes. They scissored. I'm like, dude. They're not fucking lesbians. Calm down. They didn't really scissor each other in the move. Well, I mean, they couldn't fuck lesbians anyway, otherwise they wouldn't be lesbians. 
I meant like they're not lesbians fucking. Like they're not. I didn't say they're not fucking. Let. I did. Say, <laughs> what I meant was. What I meant to say. They're not two women scissoring. All right. Okay. Although now I'm gonna watch that when I get home. Boom, um, I boom, have no desire. Fuck you. That's boom. a disability I have. You're making fun of my <laughs> handicap. I have never had any desire to watch two girls scissor ever. Dude. I don't care. I, I'm I'm taking this to a different path. So do you know like 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 that's really impressive that you get a parking like pass just because you can't say home right. It is because of your disability. I didn't steal that parking so, pass. So you, so you so you walked into the 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 what's that place called? The pen dot the retard center. The pen dot. You walked into the driver's place, right? Yeah. And you're just like, hey, I just came from home. You know, and they were just like, here's your passer. You, I know what you're here for. This isn't what happened. I went in to renew my driver's license. And I go, where do I write down my home address? And they're like, excuse me? And they just gave me a pass. That's what it was. It just handed you know, I, it to me. You're like, my home address. And they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Here you go. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Do you have someone here to give you a ride home? Is your mom here? <laughs> like, it's so funny. you <laughs> <laughs> is your mom here to take you yeah. home, young man? <laughs> I was like, you're being mean, lady. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Taven, uh, let's see here. Yeah, Taven hits Hassan's with the climax on the apron that looked really cool. The T- Kelly climax. Yeah. Taven gives him just a tip and the big frog splash, but Hassan's kicked out. This is a great false finish. Climax reversed into the sharpshooter, and then he sits back really hard, and I got started getting scared. I'm like, how's he going to get out of this? This is where you lose. I was frightened. Bully comes out on the mic, starts talking about how, he starts talking about Haskins' wife, then Haskins lets go of the sharpshooter and goes to over to yell at Bully right as he is about to make Taven tap and win the world fucking title. You are stupid. You're a fucking geek. It was so. I was like, "You're so fucking dumb." Why don't you just wait till he tapped and then go yell, "Bully!" Come on, dude. It was stupid. Yeah. Taven low blows Haskins and hits the climax. Taven by pinfall and still the champ. Taven cuts a promo and eventually PCO comes out. PCO leaves him laying and holds up the title. So it sounds like they're gonna have another match. I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh, so why would they do that? You know. Yeah, I could see it. Also, they did it. Kenny King is here, baby. K I N G. King. King. He cuts a promo. I wish he was on commentary. He says that due to the seismic vibrations in the air and the way he's been shuffling around the ring, he is 98% certain that Bobby Cruz is wearing ladies' underwear. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> then he says he's going to do one more night of blind Kenny commentary, and I got super excited. Yes. One more. Hiroki Goto, Jay Lethal, Yuji Nagata, Satoshi Yoshima, and Jeff Cobb versus yeah. the Briscoes, Silas Young, Shane Taylor, and Bully Ray. Bullet, Bullet Ray. I have very few notes here. Goto hip tosses Mark, and Kenny says, Big Suplex by Goto. That's not what happened. I wish he would always do blind commentary. He's going to be gone soon probably, so he won't. I mean from commentary. Bully grabs the chain that he brought down to ringside, but Haskins comes down and takes it from him. Everyone takes turns beating Bully's ass, and then Kojima hits him with a big lariat. Kojima, Nagata, Goto, Lethal, and Cobb by pinfall. I was confused because I was reading this, and I put down Bully grabs his chain, but Haskins comes down and takes it from him. And I forgot Bully was in the match, and I couldn't figure out what the fuck I was talking about. I was like, grabbed what chain? Who had a <laughs> chain down there? 
Is Makabe in this? I was very confused. The Chain Gang. It's very confused. And that's the end of night three of the World of the Worlds tour. I, I thought this tour was very entertaining. I enjoyed it. Um, and now we have one last thing to review here. The Honor Club exclusive from night four of the Ring of Honor World of the Worlds show. The Chicago TV tapings from May 12th. And they also apparently said this will not be on TV at all. It's exclusive just to Honor Club. So it's not going to air on TV later. It's just an Honor Club exclusive. That's cool, I guess. Yeah. So G.O.D., the champions versus the Briscoes for the ROH World Tag Team titles. This made me very sad. I wrote down, no! As soon as it came out, part of Thomas' mask fell off on the stage. I was like, oh, man. So he just took it off and just sat it down. Mm-hmm. So His mask is so cool. It is really cool. I like it a lot. Lots of brawling outside at the beginning and later on as well. Both teams did a great fucking job of making it seem real. Like they really didn't like each other and it was personal. Uh, seemed real because both teams were so great. They did a good job with that. Uh, G.O.D. hits the magic killer. Then they go for that second rope powerbomb. But Mark reverses it into a Hurricane Rana. Froggy bow by Mark. But Tama kicks out. This is a great false finish. I thought it was over. That froggy bow. Back to what you were saying. Like they, they just have so, so yeah, many Yeah, it's like they could with. win with any of these moves. And they could lose. Like you yep. don't know. Yeah. Well, not lose, but not, not win. Yeah. Todd gets distracted. And Loa nails Tama with the belt. Wait, no, I messed that up. He nailed him, like, in the ass with the belt. Well, let me figure this out. All right. Todd, I didn't read over this one. This is the only thing I didn't check to make sure. Todd Sinclair. Todd gets distracted. Todd uh, Sinclair. Dude, that's crazy about that fucking ref going to AEW. I know, Paul Turner. Yeah. That blows my mind. Yeah, He's I, been there since ROH started in 2002. I, I can't believe that. As, the ROH has got to be so pissed. Are you sure this is like that's real? Because I didn't see his name come up. It's but on I saw Twitter. Some... It's on AEW's Twitter. Okay. Yeah. And there's some other guy they signed I didn't know. Earl Hebner got signed, which is crazy. That's a big name. Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah. Um, I, I love that video they had of what's-his-name getting asked to do it. It was great. Because I guess he had another job. They, they, they even talked about how he had another job. He's like, you don't have to do your other no, job you anymore. Do, you can do what you love full-time. Yeah, dude, Like the, the, hearing shit like that and seeing shit like that, that makes me want to cry when I watch it. I know, it. he got all emotional. Like, this is so yeah. great. I was like, aw. He deserves it. I loved it. Oh, there should have been a you deserve it chant. Uh, I figured it out. Todd got distracted and Loa nails Jay with the belt and Tama rolls up Jay. G.O.D. win by a pinfall and retain the titles. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And That's unexpected as fuck. Cut off in the middle of Tama cutting a promo bashing ROH to the camera as he left. I'll admit right now I was wrong. I said this was predictable. It would obviously be a title change because they're putting on Honor Club. Props to ROH for not being predictable. Giving us a nice bonus match they didn't have to. And it was something extra. Like, that was really cool. I was really expecting them to fucking lose. I wonder if they did two matches that night and one of them was the one that's going to air. That would be kind of smart, actually. Yeah. But, yeah, I was really surprised. Like, that was cool. I was expecting it. Good job, ROH. Sounds like, for the most part, a pretty good tour. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. I liked it. Like I said, I wish it had more, like, main event guys. Yeah. I was like, cool, look, it's Goto and... Yeah, I need uh... Nagata... I need to pick one company and just watch the fuck out of them. Like I can't do all these these fucking companies at once. It's too rough. I knew it wasn't dude, whenever you start down, I was like, this is great, but it's gonna last a couple weeks, Gable. You can't keep up. It's just there's so so much stuff to like fucking keep up with. Like if I didn't A, if I didn't have all this shit going on right now in my personal life. B if in general I just didn't work as You're much. Talking about the drug charges? Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude. <laughs> the drug charges. <laughs> 
dude, the SWAT team came in and that we, dude. I, well, it was cool though because like I I didn't have any any I don't know where I was going with that. I, I didn't have any milk for my cereal and they brought me milk <laughs> with the, like one of the guys just like happened breast to have milk. Um, it could have been. I didn't really. It was one of those unlabeled jugs. Did I ever tell you this story about when I almost got arrested for drugs? No. I didn't tell you this. I don't think. I'm gonna tell you this quick side story. So, I, don't, I guess Dude, we can probably don't forget this is being recorded. Yeah, I guess we can probably talk about it. I mean, the statute of limitations is probably passed. So, me probably Brooks. No one listens to this anyway. I want to say there's a couple other people with us too. I know Brooks was there. Maybe Tito. I think you're incriminating your friends. So. They pick me up at Burger King after work. They're gonna go hang out. Before they picked me up, they brought they bought like a lot of weed. Like I think maybe like a pat like a lot of Did weed. Do you ever smoke or now? No. I mean enough for them to like resell some because it wasn't just all of them. They bought a lot of weed. Okay. So they pick me up. We're driving back to my place. We notice a cop car behind us. We fucking pull up to my apartment, and then the lights come on and like I'm not exaggerating. Like three cop cars all fucking pull up. They all fucking make us all get out of the car. This is a true story. They make us all get out of the car. They fucking handcuff all four of us. And as this is happening, Brooks and, my, and the other people with him, I think like, too, is that they're all just like, dude, he had nothing to do with this about me. They're like, he, he wasn't even with us when he bought it. He had nothing to do with it. He doesn't smoke weed or nothing. Come on, don't do it. Let him go. Let him go. I'm like, dude, my friends are awesome, right? Oh, that's great. Yeah. And then they're like, all right, go. I'm assuming the cops probably fought him from his, his, when they were buying it. Too, so they, they probably knew it. that. So they tell me to go sit on my porch. I'm just sitting there watching everyone get arrested. Holy shit. They fucking arrest him, take him on the station, and let me go. So, they fucking, this shit's nuts, dude. So, they tell Brooks and one of the other, I think it might have been Brooks, might have been the only one that had to do it. They told him that he had to fucking wear a wire and go buy fucking weed off the guy he bought it from, or else that's the only way they would drop the charges. He fucking did it. Holy shit. Yeah, he fucking, he he drove up to the the person, I won't say who he was, I know who the guy was, I won't say who he was. They drove over to his house, the cops drove him there. Like in an undercover car and everything. He's like fucking wired. Uh-huh. He fucking goes in there and has to buy it and come back. He's like, it was the scariest fucking thing I've ever done. Holy shit. It's like out of a movie. That shit's yeah. nuts, dude. Dude, I think, how, how long ago was this? Fuck, like 1984 uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I remember you... No, that was sort of like 18, so this is like 15 years ago. I was going to say, I remember you telling this story before, I feel. Oh man. No, but like not to me. I think I ever heard you telling it to Wilson. I only got part of it because I wasn't really part of the, part of the group. Yeah, that's back when I didn't like you, right? Yeah, <laughs> you're friends with Coke more than me. I thought you meant like the Coca Cola. Well, I mean, we called him that too. I thought you meant like the drink, and I was like, I don't even <laughs> like soda. <laughs> the first, the first thing that popped in my mind was like the Coke guy. I was like, what? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. A little cokey, a little cokey. I was just kidding. We were still friends then. Oh, no, we were. I, yeah. I was just saying, you, you, I think you and Greg were, were closer at the time. I'll never forget, but when I was an employee, we talked about me doing a podcast. Dude, it, it's so fucking weird. It's yeah. so fucking weird. Uh, when you were an employee, we ended up sitting there talking. In the break room. In the bre- you CLO'd one night. Yeah. And we just sat there and, and talked about like a convention or something in the break room for like an hour. And I'm like, dude... If we recorded this, it would have been, like, a, a fucking great podcast. We, yeah. We, I well, remember totally... you telling me you were like, you should do a podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's specifically, yeah. I think, what I said. And I was like, yeah, I know, I'm pretty great. Well, yeah, I use it as, like, our, our, the conversation we had was, like, a good example. I'm like, dude, yeah. we just sat here and talked about this. Like, I would listen to this. Yeah. And now we talk about wrestling and no one cares. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. She'd kill ourselves. Yeah. Dude, there was one time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
I, I, I get too paranoid, so I, I don't think I'm going to tell my story. But Oh, boy. Tell it when we, when we get off air. Yeah, I will. All right, well, that's it. We're, we're done with this. We finally finished the show. And the next show is going to be the first Super Junior Review. I'll be doing two shows, and Gable will be in two, doing two shows. And yeah. all we're reviewing are the Super Junior matches. I have so much fucking time in my life. I'm not watching all these fucking tag Dude, matches. This is yeah, this is rough. So this, we're just doing the Super Junior. I matches. love New Japan so much, but I really wish they were just an hour long a week. I I wish that was all I had to watch. It is so much. It just it's it's. I'll do two hours a week, dude. I'm fine dude, with that. I'll do the two hour yeah one two hour show a week. That's fine. Yeah. But man, like this so is so much. A lot. All right, so we'll we'll see you with the Super Juniors thing. So make sure you follow us on Twitter or whatever, BreakroomBS1. Do all that stuff that you're not going to do, you fucking dicks. Assholes. All right, yeah, and then, uh, <laughs> yeah, make sure you guys remember, to, make sure you remember to RSVP for my cousin's wedding. All right? That's fucking important. All right, do that shit.